0: Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media.
1: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Fireside Giants. I'm your host, Anthony Rivardo, joined by my co-host, Alex Wilson, and it's cut day, guys. 4 p.m. is the deadline for the Giants to get from 90 men all the way down to 53, and the Giants have made another trade, this time for Carlos Boogie Basham with the Buffalo Bills. They swapped late-round 2025 draft picks, so not even affecting this upcoming draft, but the following upcoming draft in 2025, this steal of, of a trade here is just another one in the many list of steals made by Joe Shane. I do think that this is a steal because this is a former second round pick who maybe hasn't fully caught on yet in the NFL, but there's a lot of upside here. And to get him for a late round pick swap two years from now, I love this deal. But we're going to go ahead and discuss Boogie Basham, what he's bringing to the Giants, and what this means for the defensive lineup. But before we dive into all that, make sure to leave a like if you do enjoy this episode. Subscribe to the channel if you are new. Ring the bell so you don't miss an episode. And comment your thoughts on this topic down below in the comment section. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to leave us a five star review. And go ahead and follow us on all of our social media channels at Fireside Giants. But without further ado, Alex, how are you doing today, my friend? And what are your thoughts on the
0: trade for Boogie Basham? I like this trade, guys. I mean, we all know the Giants desperately needed support behind these defensive linemen. You know, Kayvon Thibodeau, Zizo Jolari. There's not a lot of depth behind those guys. Now, he's listed as a defensive end. As you said, he's a big boy. Like, Boogie Basham is no small guy. He's 6'3", 274 pounds. He's got some size to him. He's a former second-round pick out of Wake Forest. Um, and now, he hasn't necessarily lived up to the hype. Uh, a lot of people really liked him coming out of Wake Forest. But, you know, two years in the NFL. And as you said, the the kind of of ID here is that the uh, the Bills may have been cutting him anyway so they decided let's get some extra value we'll, you know they swapped 2025 late round draft pick so they basically gave him away for nothing um, maybe he was having a little bit trouble, you know, keeping up this off season. But I'll tell you what, the Giants and Bills have a really good relationship, and the Bills have a really deep roster. They have just deep depth all around, and that's kind of a testament to the Isaiah Hodgins acquisition last year. You know, you see kind of what the Giants did there. They went out and got a guy that was on their practice squad. A lot of the Bills fans were like, "Oh, I, we wanted to see him. Um, we thought he could actually, you know, make an impact." And now Hodgins is a starter on this team. So the Bills have a lot of talent. They have too much to actually utilize. And that's really good for a team like the Giants where we have a lot of depth issues. Like our starters are really, really solid, but our depth behind them sometimes can be a little bit shaky, so... Boogie Basham's coming here with the intention of, I'm not starting, I am a rotational piece, and he's making next to nothing. So he's extremely affordable. He's extremely, you know, decent in terms of size. Now, there are some things I would like to see him um, improve upon. He's had some really solid games in the past. Now, last year, he started the season pretty strong. Um, He had eight pressures in his first three games, you know, put together some good tackling and run defense metrics, Um, you know, had a couple tackles and, you know, didn't miss a tackle. He did finish with a 20.8% missed tackle rate last year, which certainly isn't very good. So the tackling, and run defense has been a little bit spotty at times. As a pure pass rusher, he's been pretty solid. 38 total pressures, over 691 total defensive snaps in his career with Buffalo. Um, He has seven sacks, four quarterback hits, and 27 quarterback hurries, 26 tackles. And an average thirteen point three percent missed tackle rate, so you know you're not going to see him like drop into covers like some outside linebackers do. He's really going to be a guy that helps stuff the run. He's going to be a guy that can maybe fill in on the outside linebacker position as a pure pass rusher. Maybe come in as a rotational piece for Leonard Williams, who kind of has that defensive end makeup. Um, but how do you think he can make an impact here? Decent upside guy, former second round pick. I really like this trade because he's better than any depth that we had. Uh, but what kind of impact do you think he can make in 2023 and beyond?
1: Yeah, you actually just mentioned there what I was going to dive into is the fact that I think that this is more of a backup for Leonard Williams than anything because Leonard Williams, yes primarily is an interior defensive lineman, plays in that three-tech role, lines up over the guard. That is usually where he aligns on the defensive lineup, but sometimes he lines up outside of the tackle as a five-tech and plays a little bit of edge rusher. However, you don't want Leonard Williams on the field all the time in that situation. He's getting up there in age. You want to preserve him at some points in the game, and now I think with Bookie Basham, having that ability to kind of play inside, outside, and a little bit of linebacker, that's where he's going to fit in. When they want to put Leonard Williams at five-tech but they can't. Boogie Basham goes in and can play that edge edge-setter role, you know, that run-stuffing edge rusher that's kind of out there just to move that tackle out of space and open up a run-stop for an additional linebacker. But I do think that he also has the ability to play some outside linebacker because when you look at this Giants defense, yes, Kayvon Thibodeau, Aziz Ojolari, those are your starting pass-rushing edge rushers. But who are your starting run-defending edge rushers? Well, Thibodeau proved to be a pretty good run-defender as a rookie, and Jihad Ward is the other run-defending, edge-setting edge rusher. So I think that's who... You're going to see Carlos Basham, Boogie Basham here, kind of back up. You're going to see him play that Leonard Williams five-tech role, and you're also going to see him play a little bit of outside linebacker to give relief to Jihad Ward. And also, for what it's worth, Jihad Ward is only on a one-year deal. He's up there in age now. Yes, Jihad Ward is a really big um, locker room guy for the Giants, but is he a long-term solution? No. However, Boogie Basham could be a long-term solution as that backup run-stuffing edge rusher. So I do like this deal for that uh, reason as well so I think that this is kind of a versatile player I wouldn't say that he's versatile in the sense that Isaiah Simmons is versatile could play at all three levels of the defense but what I will say is he can he can get inside and stop the run from the interior he can also get on the outside and stop the run and he does have some pretty good pass rush capabilities this is a player who has failed to reach their full potential but it's not because of a lack of trying he's been out there he's been playing well he's been healthy for the majority of his career I just think he wasn't the best scheme fit with the Buffalo Bills but now he comes over here to a team that has as a player very similar to him in Jihad Ward, a veteran player, Ward can show him the ropes, show him how to be a successful outside linebacker at that size because as you mentioned, Alex, this is a big guy. Like Boogie Basham has plus size for his position. If you're projecting him to be an outside linebacker, he's probably 20 or 30 pounds heavier than you would expect him to be at that position. So a big dude, but so is Jihad Ward. Jihad Ward is 287 pounds as an outside linebacker. He is also a big dude who gets down in the dirt and plays a lot of five tech. So this is kind of how I. see it. I think that Boogie Basham is really just Jihad Ward but younger and that's exactly what the Giants are looking for they like to get younger they like to get players to develop behind other players and really take over those positions long term and I think that's what Boogie Basham's job is here to do I think he's going to learn from Jihad Ward learn from Andre Patterson the defensive line coach the other linebackers coaches that the Giants have we have a great coaching staff and we know that and I think that he's going to learn how to be an edge setting outside linebacker that also has the ability to put his hand in the dirt get into a three-point stance and make a little bit of pass rushing moves from a five-tech position so Alex when you're looking at it from that perspective Jihad Ward Leonard Williams kind of being a combo of both of those players seeing where he fits behind those two and just his ability to make an impact as a run defender as a plus size outside linebacker what are your thoughts on that you know maybe this guy isn't really here as pass rushing depth but maybe he's run stuffing
0: depth so, I'll tell you this. I'm reading a scouting report from back in 2021 right now. I'll give you some insight into like what they were saying about him at the time he was drafted. Um, he had the number one overall score in production at the NFL Combine, the number one overall athleticism score, and the number one total score. So, the guy is a freak athlete. The Giants, as you know, have been going in the direction of going out and finding freak athletes: Jalen Hyatt, Deontay Banks, Trey Hawkins, um, you know, Paris Campbell. These speed guys. Like, there's so much athleticism on this roster now because you can coach athleticism. You can't sometimes coach guys that don't want to be coached. And um, you know, looking at him, this is the overview of what they said about him: three-year starter at defensive end with a burly frame, heavy hands, and ability to take on physical rigors of the NFL. His rush attack is more uh, technical and explosive, using active hands, spin counters, and a thoughtful approach his lack of suddenness and edge speed who get him pegged down as an early uh, down end while moving inside to become an interior rusher on passing downs he needs to become comfortable handling the heavy lifting as a run defender which he has struggled with as he's much more likely to be worker B than playmaker in that regard he is strong and plays heavy at the point of attack with leverage to sit down and battle uh, for his space of turf he's unlikely to produce headline making production but should be a good pro so I think that's exactly like they honestly hit that kind of right on the head to be honest with you he hasn't been like a big playmaker but he's been like a course in run defense he can just you know play snaps get in there um, you know, do his job, but he's been a little bit spotty in run defense. He's not going to make those big plays. He'll just be, he'll be a body there that takes up and absorbs contact, uh, takes up space, and then as a pass rusher, he has good hands, you, you heard it, you know, good, good counters, and um, there's some potential there. I think that the Giants are probably betting on their coaching staff to get the most out of a player like this. He's only 25 years old. He's an athletic freak. He's only is going into his third season. Um, I mean, O'Shane Zimenez is going into his fourth season, right? So, like, you're, you're seeing this guy is, has potential. Like, there's more to get from him. What are you going to get out L- Elsewhere, that's better. He's really young. I mean, a former second round pick. I love this acquisition. These are the types of risk, uh, low risk acquisitions the Giants have been making and the ones that have started to pan out. Hodgins, low risk. There was basically no risk at all. I mean, um, Darren Waller, very little risk. Isaiah Simmons, essentially no risk. These are the low risk things the Giants need to be doing because the upside here is is significant in some respects. I say for Bookie Bash, I'm not going to say the upside significant, but he can be a good rotational, good depth piece, and that's a really important thing for a Giants team that needs to make sure veterans like Leonard Williams stay healthy throughout the season, um, and especially if, you know, you have some troubles at outside linebacker, he could go and plug that position for a couple snaps if need be, and then you, you know, walk out into the sunset and you're happy with what you have. So, you know, the Giants needed to address this position, and they did, and that's all that we can be happy about for now. There's going to be a lot more moves coming out later today, a lot of waiver wire claims tomorrow, And obviously we got you guys covered on that end as always. And there you have it. Basically. Boogie Basham, a player
1: with not a ton of upside, but can serve as some really high-quality depth for the New York Giants, has some traits that project him well to be a run defender, but throughout his career has been a more active pass rusher than a run defender. But let's see what the New York Giants and staff can do with him. As Alex mentioned, plenty more moves to come here with the cut deadline at 4 p.m. today. Tommy DeVito, DeVito Dimes, did not make the final 53-man roster, and neither did O'Shane Zimenez. He was just released, um, and that is probably the move corresponding to this move for Boogie Basham. So there's your depth behind uh, Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojolara. You're going to have Jahat Ward and no longer going to have O'Shane Zimenez. You are going to have uh, Boogie Basham instead. So pretty interesting stuff here. And of course, we're going to continue to update you on everything with the New York Giants, any other waiver claims that they make tomorrow afternoon, and of course, any other cuts throughout the rest of the day. Stay tuned for our final 53-man roster reaction episode that will be up later today. So make sure to leave a like if you did enjoy this episode. Subscribe to the channel if you are new. Ring the bell so you don't miss an episode and comment your thoughts on the topic down below in the comment section. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to leave us a five-star review and go ahead and follow us on all of our social media channels at Fireside Giants. But without further ado, we will catch you all in the next one. Have a good one and let's go Giants.